Welcome to another episode of Ask Danny. Well, I tell you, over the years, I have been asked thousands of home improvement questions. So each week here on Ask Danny, I'll bring in one of my expert friends and we'll tackle some of your questions, share a few tips, and also tell you a few entertaining stories to help you out with your project. So remember, next time you have a question, Ask Danny. This week, my guest is Rick True with Bachelor Service in Mobile, Alabama, a company with over 50 years experience. They definitely know what's going on, not only in the heating and cooling business, but also in whole house generators. Rick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Danny. Good to be with you. Now, a lot, a lot of companies over the years, of course, you know, you guys uh, got started all those many years ago with providing that great service for the heating and cooling, both new construction, commercial construction, as well as residential. But like your company, like so many that I've seen, both plumbing companies and heating and cooling companies, they kind of evolve into offering the installation of whole house generators. How did that kind of evolve for you guys? Well, back in the 80s, really, uh, a buddy of mine in Birmingham who had a heating and air conditioning company up there, uh, we were talking one day about just sharing ideas, and he said, well, have you, have you thought about selling generators? And I said, not really. And he said, well, you ought to think about it. He said, with uh, the hurricanes that y'all have down down there, it'd be a great deal. And he, he he started in Birmingham because of the ice storms they have up there, where, uh-huh. where you know, theirs is a problem in the wintertime. And, of course, ours is a problem during hurricane season, which is, you know, air conditioning season. So it's really different. But he just get, gave me the idea, and he sent, sent uh, a, a, a Generac salesman to me. At the time, Generac was really the only, only company making home standby generators. And so that's how we got started. Well, well, you know the thing about it is there's so many things, especially when you're you know talk about those key elements that people want to use generators for in whether it's the air conditioning or whether it's the heating. So that knowledge that you guys have there definitely helps out helps out a lot from that standpoint. And boy, it sure has changed a lot technology wise. Um, boy, the generator that you were dealing with, the the standby generator you were dealing with in the eighties, it's a lot different than the what technology has brought forward, especially on transition switches and transfer switches and that kind of thing. It takes a little bit of a study and to keep up with all of that, I would imagine. Yeah, it does. You know, our guys have to be uh, certified, you know, and then they have to get continuing education from the different manufacturers, which is, you know, which is just uh, way better for the consumers because they're getting uh, getting somebody that's actually been trained to do it. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and, you know, the other thing from just a business standpoint, when you look, um, because I've worked uh, quite a bit with um, Generac, particularly over the years, and, you know, when you look at how few the small number relative to how many houses are out there that actually have whole house generators, um, there's a gigantic room for growth. And, of course, uh, companies like Generac recognize that, but there's still only a fraction of homes that have whole house generators. And you mentioned the ice storms, which is a big deal. The infrastructure is getting older and older, especially in our northeast part of the country. Uh, so they're having problems during the winter. Lots of storms now all over. Used to be just this little um, cursed area in the southeast. Now they're getting hit in the east coast and everywhere else. So uh, there's a lot of opportunities for generators out there. Yeah, they're really... There really is, Danny, and I'll tell you something that 
that uh, I learned this past year when there was a real shortage of them and uh, was asking one of the manufacturers about that. Uh, and uh, and he brought up something to me that was real interesting. He said another another big demand for generators now is out in California where they're, you know, having to do these phase-outs where uh, they're shutting people's power off for a few hours a day. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so people people out there are buying them just so they have continuous power because of the power company. Well, I tell you, you know, anybody listening to our podcast now, I'd, I'd, I'd like to let you know that, of course, I have a generator. I have a whole house generator at my house. And let me tell you, um, even when you have a blip, maybe, you know, it's only 15 or 20 minutes or something like that, a properly installed um, whole house or standby generator, you might not even know it comes on. I mean, it comes on and takes care of things within seconds, then it'll power back off. Um, Also, uh, Rick, I don't think a lot of people realize that you can program these things. I know mine cranks up for five minutes once a month. And that makes sense. You want to keep those parts moving and want to make sure that it's working well. I even have an app on the phone that sends me a notice saying, hey, um, the test uh, cycle turned out fine. You're in great shape. So, uh, boy, how how much more advanced it is than, than it used to be. But it all starts, I'm sure, and this is the calculations that you guys help your clients with, and that's really knowing how big of a generator that you need for a particular house. How do you go about that process? Well, two ways, really. Uh, Now, pretty much all the manufacturers have an app that you can go to uh, on their website or uh, just that that, uh, a homeowner can go calculate themselves. It asks you the square footage of your house. It asks you how many air conditioners you have, whether you have electric dryer or gas dryer, all those kind of questions. The The big thing, Danny, is... The, the amount of 240-volt appliances you have mm-hmm. in your house. That's the real driver of, of this, the size requirement for a ge- generator. You know, you can, especially now with uh, so many ha- houses having LED lights and stuff, you can light up a big old house with, with not much KW of generator. But when you start trying to run air conditioners and, you know, and electric ovens and, and, and uh you know, electric clothes dryers and all that stuff. That's when that's when you really start running up in, into bigger sizes. And something that homeowners can consider is the whether or not they are able to to decide whether they're going to run the like a. You know, you don't have to run an electric oven. You that you turn that on and off. An air conditioner. You know, it's going to you know turn itself on and off. Uh, a, a, a electric water heater is going to turn itself on and off. So those mm-hmm. are the keys, the things that you can't control yourself. Like if you're out of town, those, those things are going to continue to run. But you're but your you, you know your uh, your oven or your uh, clothes dryer is not going to run because you're not going to be there running it. So those are the things are the most important that you have covered because. If you don't have all those, one of them could trip that uh, that breaker and that generator, and then then you're out of power. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's one of the things. I mean, good old common sense got, has to pick up at some point because, just like you said, if you're running on generator power, 
you might not want to wash those clothes and cook that uh, cook in that oven at the same time. Use some, you know, common sense on kind of sharing that load. And also, you know, when you look at being able to use a generator for essential power. Now, essential power can be kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of a phrase because for some, oh, I've got to have that hot tub. And for others, you know, it's all I need is a fan. And uh, so being able to work closely with a company like yours, an electrician, to get that essential power um, that can feed off of that. Hey, if you have a question about your home or just need a little help with the project, head over to todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Use the form there to send photos, share what you're working on, and ask us any question at all. And, you know, a lot of times people also think you can only get a standby generator uh, on a new construction, you know, but um, I'm sure that you do a lot of retrofits where you're actually wiring into the existing subpanel. Yeah, that's probably 95% of our work, Danny, is on existing homes. Well, I, that's what I would think. And and also, you know, the, the transfer switches nowadays, um, boy, they're smart. You know, I, I know the one I have on my house, um, my the KW of my generator actually is smaller than you would normally have for a house of my size. But because of the intellectual switching in there, it kind of shares it and kind of does a lot of that thinking for you on that part of it. Initially, my cost was lower, but still, I have that essential power that we run through that. So so that's a big part of it. I think if someone's considering a whole house generator, they should really, uh, first of all, you can't do a thing unless you know about the house, the square footage, all of these kind of things. Using the online calculators will help, certainly help narrow it down. But at some point, someone's got to come out and kick a few baseboards and and make sure that the wiring and all of that will go together that you have your gas um, outlet that is big enough and the power and the amount of gas going to it is sufficient um, all of those things is where that visit by a crew like yours is pretty darn valuable I would think oh yeah I mean you know we, we would never put a generator in without uh, going out and look looking at, at the situation and and the home and uh there's so you know especially with no telling how, how old let's, let's say the uh the electrical service might be you know it, we a lot of times we're, we have to upgrade the electrical service just mm-hmm. to put it uh, the transfer switch in and, and put it in correctly because transfer switch needs to go between the the meter and the main panel for the house it, so it'll uh, transfer properly but I'll tell you what, that peace of mind, you know, um, I, I live a little bit outside the city now. And when I lived right in the city, I wasn't that concerned because I actually had in the neighborhood I was in, I had a, a couple people that served on the city council that lived in my neighborhood. So they they seem like they got the power back on a little quicker <laughs> than the others. I, I don't know, but, yeah. but, but I, I wasn't as worried about um, having power. But now, you know, living out in the country a little bit, um, heck, you can get, you know, all the trees that are falling here and there and it's it could take weeks before they get it back so that's a great peace of mind not having to worry about all the stuff in your freezer going bad or or you know all of the things that are involved in it but as far as um maintenance i'm sure you guys um, have some recommendations on maintenance but i guess it just depends on how often you um are required to use that generator as far as how often maintenance what do you tell people in terms of keeping it up to speed 
most of our customers uh, ha have a maintenance plan that, that we provide for them where we go out and, and we change the oil for them and make sure the battery's, you know, still got some life on it and and stuff like that. It's kind of like, you know, I, we'd like to tell people, I mean, you know, you get your car tuned up a couple of times a year, and so that's kind of what we do with with the generator because especially with the liquid cooled generators you know the bigger ones the 25 kw and above that that's what that they are car engines uh -huh. and you know uh -huh. the air cooled the smaller ones uh are uh like a a big riding, riding lawnmower kind of engine but they all need, need maintenance and and you know some there are a, we got a few customers that like to change their own oil and stuff like that most people you know they don't really feel comfortable doing all that Oh, of course not. No, that's a whole different animal there. Well, I tell you what, you know, um, when you, I'm sure we've gotten a lot of people interested in generators. So uh, Generac, you mentioned, is a great company to go with and uh, to look over things and and uh, make it a little more peaceful and comfortable around the home. And uh, uh, Rick, I appreciate you spending some time with us like this. What would you say that last little tidbit of advice that you would give to a homeowner that's looking for a standby generator? I think the most important thing, I mean, you know, you've got you've got three or four, like you say, Generac, Cummins, Kohler, you know, those mm -hmm. are probably your your three main manufacturers and you that they're they're all reliable pieces of equipment, but but research who who's gonna put it in for you and make sure that you know that that you're that they've got a licensed electrician that's gonna do be doing the electrical work and that they have a licensed plumber that's going to be doing the gas work and and uh and you know and find out what, what their experience is and whether they have technicians that are uh that that are uh certified by whatever manufacturer you're going to be putting in because you know just just like air conditioners or anything else i mean the manufacturers are good but it's no better than who's going to be installing it for you there you go. Well, I certainly agree with that because that's you want it to be maintenance-free. You want it to adhere to all the warranty guidelines and everything else that can make it a success. Rick, I really appreciate you spending some time with us here and, and uh, kind of filling in the blanks on some information uh, that we have gotten a lot of questions all the time on today's Homeowner Radio about a generator. So you've cleared up a lot of that, and I uh, certainly appreciate you being a part of this Ask Danny podcast. All right, Danny. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ask Danny. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. So I hope you'll take a moment to leave a review and follow this podcast. I also invite you to visit todayshomeowner.com slash ask where you can send me any photos, ask any question, and let me know what topic you would like to hear more about. So remember, next time you have a question, ask Danny.